and welcome to the Suggested Podcast. It's been a while. It hasn't been that long. I mean, we finished an episode the other day, but it feels like it's been a while, like just generally. I mean, it may have been a while since we put out an episode. I don't know how consistently we're putting these out. <laughs> it's a fortnight, weekly, monthly podcast. Yeah, I mean, if you'd like to to suggest a release schedule for <laughs> us, we're open to any suggestions. Uh, yeah. Are you, are you like going to intro yourself? Yeah, so, I'm John, and with me, as always, is Jim. For what may be the last time we're ever together. In the same place, at the same time. For at least nine months. Yeah, ten months. Oh, that was a little dramatic. But. Yeah, because you're about to start playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> no, well, yes, but... <laughs> because I'm, I'm not going to see you until the fad dies out. Yeah, that's right. Um, which is convenient because you're going to say it's for 10 months. And so yes. Around that time you'll come back. I'll re-emerge from my cave. Yeah. And Hopefully have a shower. The hero was at, of Azeroth and, you know. Yeah. We'll reunite. Yeah. But we will try and do some online. We just... Not sure how it'll go. Yeah. We'll see. We'll figure it out. I mean, the issue is, I think your <laughs> best timing is like Saturday morning normally. Yeah. And it's like your Friday night. Yeah, which but is it's like fine not for me. 10 o'clock or something at night. But you have to be really sober at that time. <laughs> like so sober, Jim. It's like 10 in the morning. That is very unacceptable to be drinking like one beer, let alone several. But you're not funny when you're that sober. So it's a real issue. Well, I think I'm not funny when it's 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Like, I think that's the main thing. Cause I think I could muster if it was the middle of the day, but... Like, I mean, it's not a funny time. If we did your Saturday night, yeah, it would be your Sunday morning. No, because I'm a day no. behind. Your Saturday morning. It would be my Saturday afternoon. What is time work? Maybe. <laughs> it's it five hours in the future, but a day before. That's what I remember. That was at some time. Like, that maybe. Five so hours if, in the future. Okay. So if it's five o'clock here, it'd be like 10 o'clock in the morning. No, 10 o'clock at night, the day before. Oh, gosh. I know I've lost myself. Yeah. No, that's right, right. Or is it five hours ahead and... <laughs> I'm lost. Yeah, I think it's... It was five hours ahead, but a day hours. behind. No, because it was always night when it was day over there. This is a really boring <laughs> conversation. No, but we need to figure out if I can be drinking at the same time as you can be drinking. We because can... that's the only way this podcast can be interesting. <laughs> that sounds really sad. Like we're alcoholics. I'm going to suggest AA. <laughs> <laughs> that's not comedy. That's just... <laughs> that's just dark. That dark takes, comedy. takes us away from being able to produce comedy. <laughs> uh, yeah, sweet. So how's your week, job? My week's been, well, it's only Monday, so you mean the last seven days? Yeah. How have you been since last time we podcasted? Okay, so last Since last time we published a podcast. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I don't have good stories because work has just been crazy, and that is a very generic response, but it's a true one. I think you just need to do something with your life. (laughs) Just trying to build a family. Yeah, that's really boring. Out of Lego. (laughs) That Lego is expensive now. Have you seen the price of Lego? It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, Lego Lego Jim's having kids. I've got a Lego for you. Oh, thank you. So what are you doing with your life? Lego Jim's having kids. He's doing far more than I am. Um, I went to Melbourne. That was was fun. I spent a couple weeks in Melbourne. I uh, did some touristy stuff there. Lego Gym has a holiday house in Melbourne. <laughs> oh, does he? Bastard. <laughs> I hate Lego Gym. Um, yeah, no, it was fun. I did all the, like, the touristy stuff, went to some What is all the touristy stuff? I mean, actually, I, like I didn't do that much. I feel like Melbourne doesn't stuff. have these like, uh, Melbourne's typical got, like, tourist things. Melbourne Museum. That's quite well-renowned. I guess so. The gardens. Did you go to the gardens? No, I didn't. They have Okay, really nice so gardens. in reality, I did none of the touristy <laughs> stuff. But did you go to the museum? No. <laughs> but what I did do was go to a cat cafe. <laughs> of course. The famous Melbourne cat cafe. It should cat be famous. It. it was 
surprisingly expensive. So going in, I was kind of skeptical because it was like 12 bucks for an hour in the cat cafe. You had to pay entry into the cat cafe. Yeah. And then you had to pay for coffee as well. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. It's like nightclub entry, but like during the day, but cats. But it was very clearly just like a house that had been converted. As well. Oh god, that's <laughs> weird. There was like a downstairs. <laughs> and so it was just a crazy, like an enterprising crazy cat lady. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was like a reception area, which looked very like a reception area. But then you went into the downstairs area and it just looked like a lounge room. Oh gosh. Like, I was surprised there wasn't a TV there because the way the lounges were set up, it was just very clearly a lounge room. Were the cats actually friendly or was it just like they were aloof like normal cats? And... The cats were aloof, but also not opposed to you touching them. Okay. Uh, most of them weren't like trying to get out of the way of you touching them. They just couldn't care less. You're like, I paid twelve goddamn dollars for this privilege. Let me touch you. You weren't even allowed to pick them up. <sighs> so I was trying to like will one. You had to pay twenty four dollars for that privilege. <laughs> Probably. But they were all rescue cats as well. And what was funny was we thought, look, we're in a cat cafe, we need to get a photo with these cats. Yeah. But also with coffee <laughs> in our hand because like we're, we pay for the privilege of drinking coffee and paying cats. The, the whole experience time. in the cafe exactly. and one So we were taking photos of the friend I was with got one and then I got one and we were both just looking as excited as we possibly physically could. Like we just had these like expression of just pure amusement, enjoyment, excitement on our faces, like massive big grins. And there was this girl and she was pretty and we had seen her when we came in and had registered she was pretty <laughs> but she saw us taking these like hugely dorky photos and she was like uh can i get a photo with you and i'm like uh yeah i guess so why not i'm not gonna say no to that That's um so strange. yeah so we ended up getting like random photos with this random pretty girl my then, favorite thing was that you put it on facebook with no context no i put like, the caption Finding new friends. Oh, really? Because I meant I the cat. I assumed that meant, meant the cats. Yeah, I did. It well, I assumed it just meant the cats. And so I'm like, I'm pretty sure Jim's not traveling with a female and like doesn't, like, can you tell me? So I mean, not that you tell me about that. every aspect of your life, but like, I was just like, I'm pretty sure there's no girl down there. So when you told me the story, I just lost it because I was like. But what made it even sense. greater was we realized that she was not like young like age-wise, but she was like really young, like maturity-wise, because she then proceeded to be like, are you guys photographers? To which we were both like, no. Um, but my did, friend was like, I'm a, or something? yeah, okay. my friend was like, I mean, I'm a filmmaker. And so she was like, uh, can you just take some photos of me? She proceeded to get him to take a bunch of photos of her, like posing with the cats and like posing with the sign and stuff. And then she's like, uh, I'll just give you my number so that you can text me these. And he's like, uh, I mean, why don't you just add me on Facebook? Um, no, I think he was trying to get her to airdrop it. He was trying to make it so he could airdrop it to her. And she was like, just add me on Facebook or take my number. And he was kind of like, no, (laughs) we need to say, finish this transaction right now. Right. But that was when we realized how like, Young maturity wise, she was. What was the end game? Like, oh, I just had a model shoot in the cat cafe. <laughs> I don't know. Putting the bottom of my face and be like, um, uh, he's just a day of my modeling at the cat cafe. But like, if my friend was a creep, like, <laughs> which, which is not. <laughs> um, oh, but, I was going to get with it. But. Yeah. Like, she was trying to give him all her details. Like, <laughs> very odd. And not in a like hitting on him kind of fashion, because. I think she just assumed we were gay. (laughs) In the cat cafe. (laughs) Maybe Uh, maybe her taking photos with you was like the segue to like, now take photos of me without that guy. I'm pretty sure it was actually. (laughs) It's like, I just kind of like sneak my way in and be like, oh yeah, it's a a photo with both of us. And then it's like, oh, and now I'm with just me. Like, oh, that's a funny joke. Oh, now just text them to me. Yeah, I think it was pretty much that. I think like, you got swindled. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. Should we start to talk about our suggestions or? Um, we haven't talked about the suggested beverage for this episode. Su- suggested beverage is courtesy of Jim. 
Do you want to tell us about this one, Jim? Yeah, so this is from Little Creatures Brewing in Geelong and Fremantle. I actually visited this brewery while I was down in Geelong. Yeah. Do you know, okay, this is like really like not a good reason. We also didn't say what the beer was before you interrupted me, oh, but it's continue. Called, it's called Roger's Beer. Yeah. I don't know who Roger is, but he's out rogering. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> He's out making beer. People are going to listen to this episode and be like, how many of these Rogers beers have they had? How many times have they been Rogered all? Sorry, Sorry, what were you going to say before Um, we said the name of the beer? I I tend not to buy Little Creatures anymore. Why? Because it's not really craft beer. And I know that sounds really pretentious. What do you mean by that? It's owned by Woolworths. What? Yeah. I did not know that. It's not a microbrewery. It's owned by Woolies. I'm still going to drink it. It explains why their brewery was so nice. Um, let's see if it says it somewhere here. No. But, but there's a lot of, like, a lot of beer brands that run the line between craft and, like, mainstream kind of mm. regular beer. Like, uh, Little Creatures is one of them. Little Creatures is... is like closer to craft beer, like it feels closer to craft beer. So I think yeah. a lot of people get quote unquote tricked. Yeah, I was um, tricked. James Squire is like that. I know what? James Squire is not. It's not technically a microbrewery. Like, like that is a mass produced beer. I need to rethink my life. We probably about, can't keep podcasting. It's here. everywhere. I need time. If if a beer is everywhere, and they've got that sort of supply chain set up. They could be owned by someone major. And I'm not saying that's necessarily bad. Murray's is everywhere. Yeah, but we know Murray's is... They might be owned by someone big now. But, like, okay. Murray's is actually a local brewery. I don't know how I feel about the world. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I know that Little Creatures is owned by Woolies. But so. their brewery was really nice. Oh, I believe it. Like, we... Had a bit of a journey around there because it's also in the same place as White Rabbit. Okay, White Rabbit's the same. Yeah, that's obviously <laughs> because it was like White Rabbit and Little Creatures were the same place. Yeah, and like you could. The thing about White Rabbit, Rabbit though is it's delicious. So. That's not worth it. Kind of slide. I do buy ra- White Rabbit. Because I actually prefer Little Creatures. See, Little Creatures, I feel like if. Especially like their pale ale. If I buy their pale ale, I could well buy five other pale ales that are actually craft and they're better. Okay. That's how I feel about it. We're talking too much about beer. <laughs> are we? Is it? It's the new rap. Beer is the new rap. Beer is the new rap. Um, we're avoiding rap this time. We're just going in a beer. But yeah, I think. But White Rabbit, I think their dark ale. There's not many substitutes. I mean, we're only avoiding rap because I don't have a Kanye update, <laughs> which is a shame. Really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not even going to go with that. Sorry. <laughs> Let's move on from rap. So what do you think of the beer, the serving suggestion for Sorry, this episode? I, I, I was going to say, I just sipped my other beer. <laughs> I watched that happen. That's why I asked you. Well, um, I feel like I need to clarify that Jim brought me a beer because it's a serving suggestion and I was halfway through another one. So now I'm kind of like in between beers. I'm double fisting, as they say. Double fisting with the Rogers. Yeah, let's never say that again. Um, I mean, it's all right. You know my word. It's inoffensive. Yeah. It's, I don't mind it, but I wouldn't probably buy it on purpose. It's not... It doesn't have big flavor on... It's a It's a more bitter beer than... Um, than, like, their pale ale, Little Creatures Pale Ale. But it's... It's pretty. It's it's got a nice body to it. It's it's kind of like VB for people that won't, don't want to be seem to be drinking VB. Yeah, I think I prefer their pale ale. Tastes kind of like a lager. Is it a lager? It doesn't actually say. I had one at Little Creatures that was called Refreshing Ale, and it was delicious. Was it refreshing? refreshing? It was. <laughs> that was really the only way I could describe it as refreshing. Yeah, I had a tasting paddle there. At <laughs> Ah, uh, little creatures. <laughs> Glad you didn't have Rogers on that one. <laughs> no, I didn't have. <laughs> that wasn't one of the ones that I had. Paddle over Roger. I'll stop. But my boss did call me like at the end of the tasting paddle for a conversation. 
So this is not the opportune time. I've just been paddled. Um, I mean, I was completely fine. I just was aware of the fact that I just drank a tasting paddle worth of beer. Yeah. That yeah. Happens. I love a good tasting paddle. Yeah, me too. It's kind of my um, kryptonite, really. Just in the sense that I will always want to order one. Yeah, because you can try a bunch of different beers. It's Yeah. I love the places that let you take the paddle back and, and get a full <laughs> pint of whatever you like True. the most. I feel like the thing about paddles is some people treat it, and maybe I do at times, it's like an acceptable way to binge drink. <laughs> it's like no one really knows how much beer you're drinking because you're doing it in the form of like eight little, little glasses, glasses of different yeah. things. I'm just like, but if you added that up, you just had like four beers in the span of an hour. Pretty much. Uh, so we admitted that we needed to go to Alcoholics Anonymous <laughs> early on in the podcast. And then we spent 15 minutes yeah. talking about it. Beer. So, <laughs> should we get into our suggestions? Probably. I hope it's not beer, because that would be disappointing for the listeners who didn't like beer. That's true. Um, They've already quit, though. They're already out. They've do you want to talk about thing. your suggestion first? Yeah, I can do that. Because right. I think mine's more exciting, as always. What? I just tend to have the better suggestions. I resent that you just revealed to the viewers that you know what my suggestion is. That makes it feel scripted. It is totally scripted. Every part of this podcast is scripted. You'd think if it was scripted, this it would actually be is actually written down. <laughs> I know. you think... <laughs> This is why we need your brother as a comedy writer for us. <laughs> to actually script it for us. Um, yes, so I want to suggest, just because I'm doing left field things, I, I've watched this YouTube channel called Every Frame of Painting, and he does like roughly, what were you going to say? Sound like you said Every Frame of Painting? Every Frame of okay. Painting. So, like, every frame, as in frames per second, as in the frames of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's basically video essays on film to kind of deconstruct. Uh, and I think, most, for the most part, he'll do, like, particular types of film or he will do particular uh, directors and kind of go, this is a the thing they use and he'll go through why they use it. Um, and it's super interesting. Like, okay. There's an Edgar Wright one that I'm going to make you watch, which I think you'll, I really, love you'll Wright. quite enjoy. Director of movies such as Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I love Scott Pilgrim. Ant-Man. No, he didn't do Ant-Man. He didn't, end. no. That was a hot fiasco. Let's not get into it. Fiasco's It'll make me angry. World's End. Yeah. That was a bit disappointing, Paul. wasn't it? Paul was not him, was it? Maybe it wasn't. It had those guys in it. Paul was disappointing as well. I kind of liked Paul. It was okay. It was it by Seth MacFarlane. It just felt, a, it felt, felt like, like a Seth, Seth MacFarlane. Thing. It's like a British Seth MacFarlane. I don't know if it was even British. It was set in America. Well, you know, sometimes Britain people, Britain people, British people go to America. That's true. Um, alright, it sounds interesting. Yeah, and I'm going to make you watch some of the stranger ones, like Akira Kurosawa, who, you know, is an actor, sorry, not an actor, a director I really love. <laughs> I'm just going to look really uninformed. I'm just going to cut you off there, John. <laughs> He's a director I really love, but uh, I don't know if you would have seen any Kurosawa films. Have you seen any no, that you can think of? I've always intended to, because I've heard him talked about so highly. You have to watch Seven Samurai. That's pretty much the one. Um, that I've heard about. It's basically like Samurai Star Wars. You'll okay. watch it and, well, actually, you, you probably won't like draw the like for like, but he draws the like for like in the video about okay. it. And it's really interesting to just see the influence of the way that he made films and like the uncompromising nature of, like, he would make these films that were centered around, like, massive scale, like, big armies, and the days before, you could fake that. Like, so so he would actually get thousands of extras, film it, make it all happen, like... Are you sure you don't want to just suggest that guy, Akira Sawa Sawa? I think I'm going to reserve that, but Seven Samurai is amazing. But I'm going to have to watch Seven Samurai before I can watch these videos, right? No, watch the video, because the video just talks about his technique and, like, okay. how he makes films... It okay. doesn't spoil the movie. 
Like, you won't watch it and be like, oh, now I can't watch Seven Samurai. All right. Um, I mean, I love but movies. But it's on Australian Netflix. I love people making movies. You're in Australia for the next 48 hours or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But, yeah. I'm, I'm going to reserve that because that would have been a great suggestion. But, okay. Yeah, um, all right. I'm into... But this there's a few ones. Idea. There's a there's like a Coen Brothers one that I think I'll make you watch. There's a David Fincher one that I'll make you watch. I mean, you have made me watch a lot of garbage on YouTube. Yeah. So I am like a little bit hesitant, but I, I mean, think it'll be interesting. I think fun. in the three hours you could probably get through the whole channel because oh, wow. he only has like, I don't know, like 15 to 20 videos up. Okay. Um, he, he doesn't release that often. But when he does, it's like it's quite well thought out. Like I think that's what I like about him is that it's not just the typical like weekly garbage, mm-hmm. and he'll just churn something out. He will like actually, it's a it's a video essay, I guess. All right, it's the best way to describe so it. So it's called uh, Every Frame of Painting. Okay, and I'll check it out. It's a YouTube channel. Um, I in the show notes, I'll put a link or put yeah, I'll put a link to some specific ones that I've asked you to watch. But yep. the whole channel is really good. Okay. It's just good to start with, I think, the ones that are about films that you recognize. All right. Well, we better get to my suggestion because we know that's the one people care about. (laughs) Uh, That hurts me deeply, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, So what I'm suggesting this month, this fortnight, this week, I don't know. This podcast. This podcast is something that for like the last three podcasts I've said to you, I would not suggest (laughs) I'm going to suggest it. You need to watch Stranger Things. I've been hearing so much about it that I'd almost, like, gone there myself. Because since I watched it maybe, like, a month ago, I found myself thinking about it a lot. And you just want someone to talk to about it more than Uh, anything. No, because everyone has watched it. I just need you to join. Okay. Um, And because I think it'll go one one, one of two ways, where either you will be, like... Unable to watch it because <laughs> you'll be so terrified. Um, Is it scary? Or, I mean, like, no and yes. How no. do you gauge scariness? It's tense. It's, it's tense. Definitely I can tense. deal with tense, sort of. Like, yeah, it made me feel on the edge of my seat tense. Okay. I didn't find it scary because it's like 80s style. Is there jump scares? I hate jump scares. A little bit. Okay. Not consistently. So, Stranger Things is about. Uh, I can do it. It's with set in like the eighties. It's very eighties style. Okay. It's like a love letter to the eighties. Okay. Um, yeah, super eighties style. It's about like a group of kids, like super eight type thing. Yeah, except good. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Just like yeah, yeah. Just spin yeah. fire, like, spin fire, Steven Spielberg. That's what that was. JJ Abrams, wasn't it? Impersonating Steven Spielberg. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Isn't this one impersonating Steven Spielberg? No, this one's impersonating something good. Um, <laughs> no, like, yeah, it's about a group of kids. They meet this kid that has, like, special powers, and there's just a whole bunch of stuff going on in this town. Uh, it's really, really good. And it's got a bunch of child actors in it, and I normally... That would, I, that would like, go wrong, wouldn't it? Yeah, like... It's not like I hate things that have hard actors in it. I'm you just, just skeptical. I just hate children. I hate people. No, I was skeptical going in because I was like, this is a movie that is primarily yeah, children true. actors. It could live or die by the fact that... But they're really good. Okay. They do really well. It also has uh, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. When, yeah, I mean... She rides Winona's. I call her Winona Ryder. It's wrong because the thing that she rides is a Winona. Okay. That's not actually her name. It's her title. She's she, she's called uh, Lucy. And what is a Winona? But everyone calls her... It's the thing that she rides. Okay, Have you not okay. seen this thing? She rides it around everywhere, Jim. It's very well known. All right, fine. I'm just going to let... the Winona <laughs> I feel like you wanted me to get in on this bit, but I just don't know where you're headed. So it's I'm a very long bit. I don't know where it could end. Um, yeah, anyway. It's got her in it. It's got a guy that is in things that I think you wouldn't have seen. Right. So I can't really reference that. J.K. Simmons. No. He's in Spider-Man. I mean, he would have been great in the role. Anyway, the whole cast is awesome. It's just really... No, it's not him. He's in Hairspray. I don't know that I want to watch this. 
It's got neither of my two favourite actors. You know they're my two favourite actors, Jim. Why is J.K. Simmons up there? Have you seen Whiplash? It's really good. I don't think I have. It's really good. It's about drumming? Yeah. I've not seen it. Anyway, um, it's amazing. My parents watched it and they enjoyed it. And that says that it's not scary because they think Harry Potter's the devil. But Harry Potter's not scary though. I don't think they're qualm with Harry Potter. No, but scary. I mean, they have a big view of what the devil is. <laughs> I feel like you're drawing really strange conclusions here. Uh, they have. They would struggle with anything that they found like horrorish. Okay. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't watch anything that they thought was like horrorish and spiritual. They wouldn't watch that. But there's so like weird monsters they, in it, right? Yes, there's a monster. Is it the Cloverfield monster? No. Uh, I thought I could pick it. Is it Bruce Willis and he's dead the whole time? It actually is. I love that Bruce Willis is in this, in this yeah, show. Yeah, it's good. Um, Bruce Willis plays the Demogorgon. Is it? Which is a joke you'll get after you watch it. Okay. Anyway, I think you'll really enjoy it. I don't know that your wife will love it if you watch it with her, but I think it could be really amusing for you to watch it with her. Because uh, it is no, quite tense. She hates that stuff. I feel like she would bail out in the first five minutes. I think she probably would. I think she'd bail out looking at the title screen. Maybe. It's so 80s though. It's really well made. I feel like she won't appreciate that fact because she doesn't... Like, I can watch things like The Thing and, you know, like... Yeah. And, and it's like, okay, this is campy and fun. And even like movies like E.T. and things like that. Or Gremlins. Like, yeah. Where there are a bit... Like, Gremlins was weird because it was just, like, it's kind of edging on that horror. Yeah, and I think if you were to go back and watch a lot of that stuff now, like, if you watched a lot of that stuff now and hadn't seen it before, you probably wouldn't enjoy it. You'd just be like, like, this is campy and crap. I think the last time I watched Gremlins, I'd be like, I wouldn't show this to children. Yeah, I watched Gremlins recently and I was like, this movie's kind of awful. Yeah, Yeah, it's not very good. Um, But Stranger Things is really good. But it's just shot in a similar style. Yeah. Okay. You'll watch it and, and like you will be hooked. Colour graded in a similar style. I watched like most of it in like... You'll watch it again after watching these videos that I'm suggesting to you. And you'll be like, ah, technique, film language. Maybe. I'm a film critic. I went to film school. Film. But I'd probably watch this in about 30 hours. Like... Like over the... Course of a day and a little bit. 30 real time hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was just hooked. How many episodes are there? Um, not that many, not enough. I think like only like or eight, maybe. Eight. eight of like half hour episodes or something? I think they're an hour. So you'll, you'll only have to get through three. Jim, you've been the sake of this that. next podcast. I loved it. I was so hooked. Um, yeah, so you only need to get through three for this podcast, but I would be surprised if you watch three and don't want to watch more. Yeah, I feel like if I can get through like one or two and it's... Is it scary in the first episode? Like, is it as scary as it gets in the first episode? Yeah. Yeah, so... Pretty much. So, like, it sets the tone for it in the first one. It's not yeah, like it, so. like, ramps up. Yeah, and, I mean, I find that if it's a monster in a movie, it's not particularly scary. Because it's kind of unrealistic. And yeah, like... Fantastical. I struggle with things that are, like, spiritually creepy... But if it's just like, ah, this is a monster, I'm like, whatever. Okay. I think I'll be fine with it. I don't know. I, I'm just not in, I'm not usually into that type of film, yeah. I think. I think I, I think I can get into this because it's not about horror. Like, it's not horror for the sake of horror. It's yeah. like, that's kind of ancillary to what but the story being told. Also, everyone has been watching it. Yeah, that's the thing. I and think. I want to be able to talk to you about the fact that everyone is watching it. Yeah, I think that's the thing that's compelled me the most, is that it seems like everybody is watching it. And there's like... This and bit- the soundtrack sounds like it's amazing. Uh... Okay, you're not convinced of the soundtrack? I mean, it's no Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I've just heard from, like, people whose music tastes I respect. <laughs> which is not me. Which is Let's not established that. <laughs> um, that the soundtrack is amazing. Okay. So. I mean, sure. It may well be. But I also want to talk to you about the fact that there's this character who is, like, not very much in the show that has become, like, a cult favourite. Oh, because it's so scarcely show up. But it's Not because they so scarcely, but, like... They're not in it enough. So I saw a bunch of memes for the show before I watched the show. Right. And, like, I saw 
one thing that was like a restaurant that was doing something that was like character themed. Right. And so I assumed this character was going to be like a big deal in the show. The show and up then like they're not. Yeah. And so I was just super confused by the whole thing. Right. Um, so we need to talk about that, which means that you need to watch it so we can talk about that. Right. So we just spoil the whole thing in the next... Thing. We're going to spoil everything, okay. yeah. So if you're listening right now and you're thinking about watching Stranger Things, but you're not quite sure, you should probably do it before you listen to the rest of this podcast. I mean, if you're like... It might be too scary. Probably just watch the trailer. Like, I think the trailer will give you a good idea of what the tone is. Okay. Moment. That's a good idea. I, I didn't know there was a trailer. So. There's a trailer for everything. I'm assuming there's a trailer I'm, for this. If Jim's suggesting it to me, I don't know. I don't know if I scare that easily. I just don't really see you that. You've gone on record in other episodes of this podcast specifically saying that you scare easy. I don't know. I've What's the scariest movie I've watched? I can't even think about it. I've watched the game. The game's kind of suspenseful. It's suspenseful, but it's not scary. Yeah. It's scary in moments. It has that bit with the clown. It's kind of like, oh, what's going on? I think you're thinking of It. Mm. I haven't seen It either. It's got Stephen King. So it hasn't got Stephen King. He wrote the book. It's got him as a director, right? (laughs) I don't think so. It's got him as a writer, right? Yeah. I think he plays the clown in it. I've seen Silence of the Lambs. I didn't like that. I couldn't watch that, actually. That was too creepy for me. classic, though. Too creepy. I don't like movies where people oh, are pe- seen, eating people. I've seen Clockwork Orange. Haven't That's seen it. That's probably one of the worst films I've watched. Like, it's... I don't know, it's weird, because it's a well-made film, but it's just like, you don't want to see the stuff that it's depicting. I think one of the creepiest movies I've watched was Seven, with Brad Pitt. Yeah, okay, I've seen Seven. Kevin Spacey? Yeah. And Morgan Freeman. It's kind of gory, though. It's not like... It doesn't shock you with anything. I mean, it was suspenseful as well. Uh, yeah, but I don't know that it hits you with anything that's like, oh, gosh, like... It was gory and gross. I didn't like it. It was gory. Like, I mean, it was just kind of, like, unsettling. I liked it, and I didn't like it. Like, from a... It's a good film, but yeah, it's unsettling. Exactly. And so, from, like, a film perspective, I could be like, oh, this is a good film... But personally, I was like, I don't like this. I don't want to watch this again. Yeah. Anyway. I, so think, you, I, I think I'll be all right. You'll watch Stranger Things and I will watch some Stranger Things YouTube channel. I'm leaving. I'm leaving the country now that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll What's be on? back after this break. All right. Welcome to part two of episode six. Six. We are back. After a four-year hiatus, we came back to finish this episode. It's a reunion. The long-requested return Yeah, by Jim. By, that is. I mean, you've requested it a couple times yourself. and <laughs> Yeah, so we're, we're back, back together again. The boys are back in town, separate in town. Guess because who's back? We're in the middle of the virus thing, which yes. hopefully dates this podcast. Hopefully yeah. that's a dating thing, not just like... Yeah, this is life now. This, yeah, this is the post-apocalyptic wasteland the we live in. Pre-time now. and the rest of existence. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the time where no one gets hugs, and it's real sad for Jim. Yeah, it's um, it's been interesting. Yeah, but we're back to bring some some joy into your life. Which I mean, that's not why we started doing the podcast again. It just happens that that happened. At a time when we planned on rebooting the podcast. So. I mean, it's why I did it. <laughs> I'm thinking we're changing the tagline to the suggestive podcast. It's like a virtual hug. The suge- yeah. That's the... Oh, that's the tagline. That's the new tagline, now. yeah. Like, that's right. not the title. That would be a long title. Yeah, okay. It's <laughs> like, what's new about that? We're called the suggestive podcast. Yeah, and then in brackets, it says that. So, we'll have to get that past like- Apple Podcasts, but... Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so we should probably do that thing that we do. Which is talk about what we suggested. Yeah, exactly. So four years ago, you suggested to me a YouTube series. I mean, I don't really need to recap this for the listener. The listener has heard that. They know what the YouTube series is. But I will freely admit I hadn't actually watched it till now. <laughs> it took me four years to do it. Um, but we got there. But I got there. 
And Which is why the podcast had taken so long. Is I was just like, Jim, you got to watch this thing. Yeah. And I finally did. And I thought it was okay. I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd like to hear what... It's a ringing endorsement. I'd like to hear what you liked about it. Like, obviously, you said some things about this on the other half, but I haven't heard the other half. Like, why is this something you suggested? Uh, I just think... Um, I like how it makes film analysis kind of accessible. Like, it's not like this wildly um, highfalutin kind of process. Do you know what I mean? Is that I just enjoy funny that word to use? Highfalutin. Um, but, like, and the other thing is he's dissecting kind of pop culture films mm. and, like, blockbuster films for the most part. Um, like, so he's not going after, like, these crazy art house films. Mm. It's kind of like this cool coalescence of, like, somebody thinking really deeply or about film theory and, and why films are good uh, and then just kind of, like, pretty pretty mainstream popular films. Mm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, those are the things that I enjoyed about it as well. Like, I I like films. I enjoy watching them. I enjoy watching well-made films. I sometimes also enjoy watching crappy films. But, yeah, I, I like a good film that is like, wow, this is just, yeah, a good film. Like, it's well-made. Mm. It's well-framed. And so, yeah, I, I found it really interesting. I didn't watch the whole list that you gave me because you gave me quite a few videos. Shut it down. Okay, it's yeah, over. podcast over. I'm pretty sure you have to do like two hours or something, right? Yes. Three hours? I didn't do that though. Um, yeah. Because I rushed prepared for this. <laughs> and then as this is our second take, I forgot to watch the other ones in preparation for forgot. the second take. So I've yep. only watched uh, one, two, three, four. Five? Five? Tell me about your favourites of the ones you did watch. Yeah, okay. So, my favourites of the ones that I did watch... I kind of want to start in, like, reverse order, though. Oh, starting at number five. Yeah, let's go with David Fincher. I thought that was really interesting. So, the video on David Fincher... Yeah, he talks a lot about what he doesn't do, which was interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the way that Fincher shows relationships through shots thought that was really interesting. And as you said, it just kind of like breaks down these high concept concepts in a really digestible way that anyone can understand. You don't have to have like a literary background in order to yeah. kind of see, oh, wow, that's the relationship that's playing out in the shots. That's why they chose those shots. Mm. And yeah, you just kind of see how purposeful a lot of these directors are with what they do. Uh, and I thought that was cool. David Finch is one of my favorite directors. I really like Fight Club. Um, I experienced the movie Seven. I don't know that... I think Seven's good. It was a good I think film. It holds up. I never want to watch it again. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's pretty uh, harrowing. Yeah, it was an experience. Uh, Gone Girl, I thought was really good. It's another David Finch. I think Gone Girl's in that same category of like... Yeah, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, exactly. Like you remember back and you're like, I think that was good, but I don't think I want to watch yeah. it again. I would watch Fight Club again. I mean, I have watched Fight Club a lot of times. I studied it in high school, and then I also did do a film study class at university. And so, Mm. I wrote some essays about Fight Club. So, I have watched Fight Club like 50 plus times. Um, (laughs) And yeah, love it. I don't think Gone Girl would have been out when this video came out. Because I think that was the saddest thing going back to like revisit this suggestion. Mm in preparation for this is realizing like that um, YouTube channel has kind of just dropped off the face of the earth in the last three to four years. Yeah. That's a bit sad. Yeah. So, cause what he had was good. Yeah. So I enjoyed that one. I thought that David Fincher is kind of a creep. Yeah. It turns out. Yes. I like him. I like his movies. I don't like him as a person. I don't think he's going to get too cut up over that. No, like, this is personal. I, I want him to know <laughs> David Fincher. I, I think he's kind of creepy, dude. Which is introduces our new segment known as, like, The Blacklist and just, like, people that we have beef with yeah. as podcasts. So, we're just calling um, out. So, and they're yeah. welcome to come on this podcast. They're welcome to, like, state their case. He can tell us why he's not a creep. Um, but, yeah, the video ends with a quote from him being like, the way I make movies is I just... Like, assume that everyone is a pervert. Yeah. Which was like, cool, that says more about you than it does about other people. But I will um, 
I will put the playlist that I gave Jim into the show notes. Um, the show notes. Um, but honestly, it's only a slightly curated list of everything that exists on the YouTube channel. There's not channel. that many videos on there. Yeah, you could probably just go watch them all. Like, they're pretty excellent. Yeah, so I thought the Michael Bay one was interesting, the Bayhem one. Yeah. Obviously, Michael Bay makes dumb movies, but some of them are entertaining watches. Some of them are not. But, mm. yeah, I thought that was interesting, just how he does his big, dumb films. Yeah. yeah, I think that one was definitely of its moment as well, because I think you can look back four to five years and think about a lot of films that were kind of a little bit like that. Yeah. But it's definitely not the moment that we're in no. now in terms of films. Um like, Transformers at the time, the first one, was a good film. Yeah. I just think you think about, you know, like, Pacific Rims and things like that that kind of came out of that moment. Bay Tenders. Um, that's what we call them. <laughs> Is that what they call them? That's what we call them. Oh, right. Yeah. It's um, our term. But, yeah, it, it definitely is not, I think, what's... The current what the current zeitgeist of film is every now and again one comes out like rampage was what 2018 that wasn't too far i don't even know what that is rampage um had dwayne the rock johnson and a big like wolf thing and a big gorilla it's based on the video game right. rampage yep sure cool none of this means anything to me you never played rampage <laughs> this seems like some sort of like alternate universe thing that you're just <laughs> making up right now and and just I'm living in a different world and you're like no there's this thing you have exists. never played it at an arcade or something no oh man it's a classic game I was always about metal slug at the arcade uh, look, I think that was my I know what my next choice. suggestion is metal slug it's not metal slug rampage <laughs> was a fast period game anyway yeah but I get what you're saying there's not as many Michael Bay or, or Bay tenders anymore yeah, yeah, uh, but I thought that was an interesting one. I also watched Martin Scorsese, and realised that I haven't seen very many Martin Scorsese films. But I thought that was super interesting. He talks about how Martin Scorsese uses silence and how he uses sound in different bits, and yeah, just gives you an appreciation for things that you are experiencing in a movie and you may not have, like had an appreciation for that before and I think that's really mm. cool. It did make me want to go back and watch like The Departed and there was another one that that got showcased in there that made me really want to go back and I watch. I mean, I want to watch The Irishman. Yeah, it's just really long. Yeah, that's what's put me off so far. Because there's no mm. way Catherine's going to be down for watching that with me. Yeah, it seems pretty violent and intense. And just, I think it's going to have a lot of just like slow dialogue and yeah. just was well, three hours. Yeah, she's not going to be into that. So there's no way I'm selling her on that. Yeah. So my two favorites were Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright is another. He probably is my favorite director. He's just really good. He makes really good films. Mm. So if um, like Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, those are his two best. Uh, Baby Driver is another Baby one Driver, that he did, which hadn't come out again when this. Yeah. Yeah. The World's End. Did I say that already? No. Yeah. Um, so those are, yeah, some amazing Edgar Wright films that still stand up. I think. Oh, was Scott he Pilgrim Attack the Block? Or no, I that, think he pro- he like produced. He was a producer on, on Attack the yeah. Block. That was a great film. Yeah. Yeah. John Boyega before he was famous. Yeah, exactly. Before he was Finn. Mm. Yeah, I think Edgar Wright just does amazing visual comedy, and yeah, he kind of breaks down some of the ways that Edgar Wright makes jokes. And kind of pins it against some of, uh, like, the American comedies, like, Anchorman and that kind of stuff. I mean, Anchorman has some visual comedy, but... I think, it, yeah, I think Hangover was... The Hangover is a good the, And Bridesmaids were the, yeah. um, the two that he pulled on. But I think I think he makes it a compelling argument. Oh, of, definitely. Uh, of those, those um, films might be funny, but they're in a different class of film. Because they're not really using the entire language of film. Yeah. To make you laugh. It's right? kind of the difference... Uh, I mean, this is not straight up correct, but it's somewhat correct. It's almost the difference between like stand-up comedy and improv comedy. Like, right. improv comedy is funny, but like it's not as 
intentional. There's not an intentionality to it. Mm. It's kind of off the cuff. And a lot of those kind of movies, like The Hangover, it's just full of... It's funny people doing improv. And so it is funny, but a movie like Shaun of the Dead, like everything is so intentional. Like they talk in the video about like the way things enter frames and leave frames and how that can be Mm. funny. And it's just everything is done with such intentionality that like the jokes are just all throughout it um, as opposed Mm. to just actors improving. Yeah, so I, I really enjoyed that. But it did lead me to wonder... What is Edgar Wright doing with his life nowadays? Well, Baby Driver was like two, one and a half years ago, maybe. No, it was longer than that. No. He's got to be working on something. I reckon Baby Driver was maybe three years ago. Really? That, yeah. I had this thing where like I'll go see, because I'm pretty sure I saw that at the cinema, maybe even with you. Yeah, you did. But yeah, that feels like that was in the last two years at least. Yeah, it was good. I think it was yeah. not his strongest work. No, I think um, it it was definitely clearly like a concept film mm. that he had. Like it was very much about, um, like I think the music was very much a driving concept. I really enjoyed it. I would probably yeah. watch it again. Yeah. I like the yeah. soundtrack too. Um, yeah, and the best one was Jackie Chan. Yeah, the Jackie Chan one's awesome. Uh, just Jackie Chan is the best. He's one of my heroes. He makes amazing films. Uh, they talk in the video a lot about the difference between like Jackie Chan's Hong Kong films and the like Western films he's done, and the um, just the amount of like shots he was able to do in the Hong Kong ones compared to the Western ones. Like they were willing to mm. have like a lot of the budget spent on him just getting this one stunt right, and yeah. as opposed to in the Western films like Shanghai Noon. Um, like they would just do a lot of cuts so that you couldn't really see a stunt fully played out. Mm. Um, I just, yeah, I enjoyed that. I have so much respect for Jackie Chan and I think he makes amazing action films. And I also have in my notes that action movies have been ruined since the Bourne series until John Wick. That's what it says in my notes. So until John, that's the official, which I still haven't seen. Yeah. It's actually, it's on my list for suggestions, it's so it's coming. I might not watch it just so you can hold on to that. Yeah, you can watch it with Sarah. Yeah, I don't don't think so. Who knows? She might be up for it actually. Like she does like cheesy action films sometimes. I know it was a good film. Catherine has watched mm. all three with me. <laughs> as long as it's not like gratuitously violent. No, I don't. But anyway, think so. now we're talking about John Wick. We should always be talking about John Wick. What do you think about Always pivoting this podcast into a John Wick fan cast? Um, I think there's potential. I think I probably have to watch the films to begin we'll with. We'll call it the Wick cast. The, I think we can come up with something better than a that. A short Wick. I can't make any references other than about his name. Yeah, because... that's all I'm doing. I'm. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, that I thought it was a good suggestion. I'm going to give you a point for it. Hey, Cool. Because apparently there's a scoreboard. Yeah, I mean, that comes in in the next episode. Spoilers! Whoa. We're like quantum leaping right now. (laughs) so confusing. (sighs) Oh my god. But yeah, no, I thought it was a good suggestion. I really enjoyed it and I would recommend it. Even, like, if you're someone who likes films uh, and just wants to understand what you're watching a bit more, it's really excellent. I think it'll give people a deeper appreciation for films. Um, Good job. The dude that made the channel. I can't remember his name. Tony Zhu. Good job, Tony. I hope that you come back someday because I miss you. I also want to shout out uh, the episode about chairs is very good. Uh, The episode about hacking in movies is very good. That does sound amazing. I should watch that. Because I'm a software developer, I like particularly enjoyed that one. Um, But he, he lifts up some good examples of like, hey, they... When they talked about, like, um, the social network is one I remember he talks about, where he actually describes what was actually done, and they describe it in a way that's like, yeah, that's actually how you would do that. Mm. As opposed to something um, like so, Swordfish. Yeah, I just enjoyed that, and he breaks it down in a way that, like, yeah, that film doesn't shy away from, I guess, the actual technical detail, but it does it in a way that doesn't make you feel like you don't know... Mm. Like, that you're lost and you're like, okay, they're just talking about hacking things I don't mm. understand. 
We do need to move on to my suggestion because otherwise... No, I think we should keep talking about hacking in films. All right. We're pivoting as a podcast in... No. Let's be a podcast um, yeah. about John Wick and hacking. And hacking in films, yeah. specifically. Hopefully, John Wick 4 will have a hacking sequence and there'll be some crossover in our topics. Oh, my goodness. That'll be that'll be the end of the podcast. The fans will go wild. We'll get Keanu in on that one. Yeah. He seems like he'd be up for it. He seems like a cool dude. <laughs> Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. So you suggested to me uh, the Netflix series, which is very topical at the time. I think <laughs> it was um, Stranger Things. Um, now not so topical, mm. but yeah, I did kind of like you not watch it immediately, mm-hmm. um, and I think it must have been about two years ago. It was last time I got sick. Um, I got sick and basically. Because I was on the couch with a fever, I watched the whole thing kind of back to back and just binged it. The whole of season one. Let's the whole of season one. Yes. That. So this, if to date it slightly, it was just before season two came mm-hmm. out. So I think they were promoing season two when I watched season one. So I've seen all of season one. I have not seen seasons two or three yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was a good show. It was um, yeah. not as spooky as I had thought. Yeah, which is good because you were watching it with the lights on and yeah, you, oh, man. you were doing everything you could to prep yourself. That's right. Yeah, I enjoyed the, the 80s throwback mm. kind of reference. The soundtrack's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind good, of... I, good show. I don't remember what we said about it in the lead up episode, which is yeah. the problem with recording four <laughs> years later. But yes, yeah, I think it, it's just like a love letter to the 80s. It's just really well done. The actors in it all do a phenomenal job. Children actors sometimes aren't great. You can sometimes really tell that they're acting, but these guys uh, all just do a phenomenal job. It's just really well made. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Who is your favorite character? Who is the dude with the camera? The the kid with the camera? The kind of older kid? Yeah, I. it's been a while since I've watched that. I mean, I am up to date, but I do not remember his name. I feel like he didn't play much of a role in the third season. He just didn't have right. much to do. I just enjoyed his arc as like, I guess he was whatever Winona Ryder's character. Was his name Jonathan? Yes, you're right. You got it. Jonathan. I want to say Jonathan. It's not just that his name is Jonathan that it makes him my favorite, but I think he just had a fun arc yeah. across it where like he went from creepy weirdo mm. to like sympathetic kind of hero. I know you're not going to watch the other seasons. So, yes, I, I don't have... I might. Uh, I doubt it. This isn't really a spoiler. It's just he doesn't have much to do in following seasons. Like, he kind of gets the girl right. in season one. Yeah. And then it's just like, yeah, he's with the girl now. Yeah. And, and that's kind of his whole arc. Like, he's just around. Like, she's... Well, that's why he probably shined in season one is because... Yeah, maybe. Like, he, he kind of had his end-to-end arc. Uh, my favorite character is Steve. Mm-hmm. I think he's excellent, and I like his arc as well. Yeah. And, yeah, I, my good. other favorite character would have to be the Demigorgon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely just a really good performance mm, by Stella. whoever played the Demigorgon. Yeah, I think I enjoyed that it was tense, but it wasn't super scary. It was yeah. just well made. Like, a lot of the jump scares were pretty telegraphed, but yeah, I, yeah. I kind of find helpful, really. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it held it out and you were like, I know you're going to try and scare me somewhere here. Yeah. It's just um, good. But. Also another yeah, great. It, it was good. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Great. Great, great intro song. Good show. Moody synths. But you don't like it enough that you would watch season two. I would watch season two. I don't know. I just. It sits in that category of shows where I would watch it and Sarah probably wouldn't watch it with me. Yeah. And so I have to be at a TV at a time where I'm not wanting to watch TV with Sarah, which is just not that often. Like, usually if I'm watching TV, mm. I'm watching TV with my wife. So I have a pitch. We do a spin-off yes. podcast where we make our wives <laughs> try things. <laughs> That's how we, like, loophole this entire exactly. situation. That's how you we'll get do a guest episode, at least. Her to watch Stranger Things. Yeah. They have to try all the suggestions we've tried so far. Right, to catch up. Yeah, speedrunning, Drake, Cheese, all these things. Yeah. They're essentially speedrunning the podcast. 
at that point. They would be. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't see either of them really being into speed running. I think Sarah could probably get into I, it. I said that and I thought, actually, I think your wife would have more chance of being into speed running than mine. I watched a lot of speed runs in January because um, they had done the event and we had a newborn baby. And so if there was moments where I was nursing the baby, I would just be like lying on the couch with him on my chest and watching some sort of speed run. So my child has seen a lot of speed runs. Yeah, so we'll get him on the podcast, the guest segment. (laughs) He was actually on the last episode. I just had to edit him out. (laughs) Rough. Um, Look, he was bringing a lot of opinions that I didn't know if I agreed with. I couldn't. Lots of hot takes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think that's us, right? That is us. If you have any other thoughts about Stranger Things, or I mean, it's it's been so long since I watched it now. Mm. Uh, I remember it being a good show. I don't know that there's anything particular that I'm like. I have this hot take about this, and it's also like. As I said, it's kind of not really that topical anymore. There was a thing that we... I remember that we talked about this, and this is a bit of a stretch for me to even remember it, but we talked about one of the characters who died that people made a big deal about her death. Right. Um, And there was, like, stores that had pictures of her and stuff, and we said we'd talk about that. So maybe we Uh. should talk about that. I don't even remember the character's name. She was so non-consequential... Is it the redhead with the... With the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Why did people gravitate towards her as a character? I don't know, but I guess thinking about it in hindsight, like, maybe it's because she was one of the only characters that died, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, not many people actually died in the show. And so, I think it's, like, a small-ish town and a friend Mm. of these characters that dies... And I guess that makes sense that that would be a big deal. But I don't, I didn't really follow why pop culture got so into her. Mm. I, she was a fine character, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. She died, I think it was some sort of party scene. She died in a pool, maybe. Yeah. I think she was like outside at a party, uninterested in what mm. people were doing at the party. So that might have been why pop culture latched onto her. Like, right. I, the, she was the she was the um, the mood character sympathetic character yeah. yeah yeah so yeah good show you should check it out if you're a listener tell us what you think it's been a lot of yeah, years yeah check out this new string thing called Stranger Things yeah they're gonna be trending again and they're gonna be like why are we trending again <laughs> uh, yeah season four is coming somewhat soon I think but it's probably been I like postponed. the implication that you think we could signal boost Stranger Things oh, yeah. at this point. <laughs> You're welcome, Netflix. My next suggestion is this little service called Netflix. <laughs> um, all right. They send you DVDs in the mail. <laughs> now, a DVD is... <laughs> yep. Been a long time since I've used a DVD. I don't even think we have anything that plays DVDs in our household. We definitely have DVDs somewhere, but nothing that would play them. I have a suggestion to not do. Because right. we used to end these with, like, little segments that I would create for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone loved yeah, those. Yeah, they were really popular. The message boards, they were like, wow, love this. People were on... Yeah, the, the Reddit. AIM. Um, <laughs> that's AOL and That's messenger. how long it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I don't have a new segment for you unless you have... Not like suggestions not to do because I have one of those and it is important. Okay, and it's important that you hear it. Do not watch yeah. Men in Black International. Okay, it was a trash movie, and yeah, I just I kind of got that one from the title. Oh, but like that actor, and it's great. What's his name again? Chris Hemsworth. He's excellent. I thought mm. he'd have enough charisma to carry the movie, but it just. It never got there. We thought maybe it would be bad in a good way. Yeah, right. Like a Hobbs and Shaw kind of thing. But it was just bad in a bad way. So, right. do not watch it. It's got... It sits in that, like... It's a reboot of a movie that probably wasn't that good to begin with. Like, I think we remember Men in Black as better than it was. Because of Mil, you- because of Mil Smith. Um, that famous Mil actor. Smith. <laughs> Mil Smith. The stunt double for Will Smith. <laughs> But also, like, you were probably, like, 10 when that came out. Yeah. And so, probably right. it probably was great when you were 10. 
I think if you went back and watched it, you'd be like, yeah, this is not that good. Anyway, it might hold up. It's like, I don't know, it's fun in the same way that going back and watching something like Transformers might be fun. It's true. But it would not hold up, let me tell you. Well, there's only one way to find out. On and that's next my hot take for the day. <laughs> so you're not you're you're suggesting not to watch that film. I'm suggesting not to watch the original at all. Oh, okay. Watch none of the Men in Black. <laughs> Whoa, they're on the blacklist. <laughs> We've got beef with Men in Black and Will Smith, particularly. Okay. And Mill Smith. Mill Smith is an angel, and you need to okay. back off. All right, Will Smith is on the list, but Mill Smith, he gets through. Yeah. I think he really made it happen. I think so. Well, thank you for joining us on this month's uh, suggestive podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We are officially back. That means that we will be putting out new episodes, not just four-year-old episodes. Every four years. (laughs) Your... Quadennial? Quartennial. Quartennial. Yep. Quartennial. Quartennial. Quadennial. I want to say quadennial. Yes, your quadennial podcast, the suggestive podcast. (laughs) I forgot the name for a second. I was like, the suggestive brothers. Wait, that's not us. Friendship. (laughs) Um, Roll for suggestion. Uh, Yeah. So you, if you enjoyed this podcast, we'd suggest checking out our other podcast, Roll for Friendship. You can find it everywhere podcasts can be found. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at The Suggestive Podcast, or you can find me on Twitter at Jim McIntyre and John at John David Pass. Yes, you did it. I did it. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. Nope. Next Bye. four years. Bye. We'll see you guys at some point in the future.